welcome to this bonus episode of The Story of the Sikhs. As we work on Season 2, we bring you several bonus episodes in the form of personal reflections by writer and narrator Sarpreet Singh on his journey as a Sikh. Thank you for your terrific response to Season 1 of Story of the Sikhs. If you have enjoyed the podcast, here are a few things you can do to help. Please tell everyone about it, as word of mouth is by far the best way of getting the podcast to a broader audience. Rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes and sharing it on social media will be helpful as well. We are seeking sponsors for Season 2. If you are affiliated with an organization interested in promoting awareness of Sikhs and Sikhism, please consider sponsoring the podcast. All Season 2 sponsors will be acknowledged in each episode. You can contact us at storyoftheseeks at giaea.com for details. Finally, if you feel that this is a worthy endeavor, please support Season 2 by making a contribution at www.storyoftheseeks.com. Many of you expressed an interest in the recordings of the Shabads, or hymns, referred to in our first bonus episode, which was about the legendary Bai Avtar Singh. Follow us on Twitter at Subpreet Singh to get the recordings. In this bonus episode of The Story of the Sikhs, Sarpreet Singh talks about something magical that happened during the month of Ramadan in the year 2012. I'm co-producer Erica Wong. A few Muslims gather together to pray and break their fast during the holy month of Ramadan. They kneel on sparkling white sheets, neatly spread on the lawn of a place of worship. Hardly a remarkable sight during the Muslim holy month, except the place of worship is a Gurdwara, a Sikh church in Milford, Massachusetts. Today is no ordinary summer's day. Inside the sanctuary, a solemn Sikh service is in progress. Hymns from the Sikh tradition have been sung, and a reading from the Sikh scripture has been received by the congregants. Speaker after speaker from every possible religious tradition addresses the congregation, commiserating with it speaking words of comfort, courage, and compassion. It is one day after the shootings at the Oak Creek Gurdwara in Wisconsin. driving back from D.C. to Boston when my daughter Meher's phone started to go crazy. There had been a shooting at a Gurdwara in Milwaukee. People had died. 
Our ears were glued to the radio the entire drive back for news, any news. Of course, I tried to hide my anxiety from my children, but for six of my generation, acts of violence, such as the Oak Creek shootings and the aftermath of 9-11, immediately bring back disquieting memories of 1984. A few of us gathered at the Milford Gurdwara that night for a candlelight vigil. The mood, inevitably, was somber. The next day, I was requested to camp out at the Milford Gurdwara as the local Sikh community spokesperson. Local news had been present even during the evening vigil and more interest was anticipated the following day. The phone was ringing off the hook, and there were waves of news reporters all day who mostly wanted to know whether Boston Area 6 were terrified or not. Would we shut down the Gurdwara? Would we hire security guards? Were we afraid of being attacked? Were the Six avoiding the Gurdwara for fear of copycat attacks? Of course I explained to them that Six rushed to their places of worship at times like these, rather than shunning them. Another service and vigil had been planned for the evening. The Sikh community was expected to show up in huge numbers. And then the visitors started arriving. The first one was a woman from Sherborne, a nearby town. She was a tall, dignified-looking woman, probably in her mid to late fifties, her blonde hair streaked with grey, her demeanour somber. I heard about the shootings on the news, she said. I had to do something. Anything. I have never been to a sick place of worship before, and I didn't know what to bring. So I brought flowers. She was only the first of many. I have to confess that I was completely taken aback by the outpouring of compassion from the community at large, which in itself is a sad testament to the times we live in. We have got so used to being othered that even our concern for one another at times of distress comes as a surprise. The custodian of the Gurdwara, Pai Gopal Singh, brought me the telephone. It was Reverend Laura Everett, who leads the Mass Council of Churches. She wanted to visit the Milford Gurdwara to pay her respects, and I promptly invited her to speak at the evening service. Reverend Everett went on to become a dear friend and valued interfaith colleague. Later on, she would introduce me to Jeremy Burton, who heads the Boston Jewish Community Relations Council. We would put our heads together and organize a Sikh service at the fabulous Trinity Church in Boston to commemorate the Oak Creek shootings which was a watershed moment in the life of the Boston interfaith community. As the day progressed, there were similar messages from numerous faith communities, 
many of them would join us during the evening vigil. At the time, I was quite involved with a Boston nonprofit, the Refugee Immigration Ministry, which provides support and services to refugees recently admitted to the U.S., as well as asylum seekers. All over the Boston area, places of worship had been organized into so-called clusters that partnered to provide these services. Our cluster, which lay in the western suburbs of Boston, included the Gurdwara, several nearby churches, and the Islamic Society of Greater Worcester. Through my work with the non-profit, I had made several friends among all the church groups as well as the mosque. I decided to invite my Muslim friends to the vigil as well. I had forgotten that it was the month of Ramadan. My Muslim friends expressed much shock and outrage at the shootings and sent their condolences. However, they would not be able to join. Our service was to begin at 7 p.m., which was almost the exact time of the evening prayer and the breaking of the fast. I returned to work organizing the service, lining up singers and speakers and responding to the never-ending press queries. At about 5 p.m., my phone rang. It was one of my friends from the Islamic Society of Greater Worcester, Would we be able to arrange for white sheets to spread on the lawn outside the Gurdwara? It is 7 p.m. The worst of times bring out the best in us. What binds us together is much more profound than what divides us. How many times have we heard words like these, almost rolling our eyes? But today... These are not shibboleths. For every Sikh who hears these words, spoken by Protestants and Catholics, Jews and Muslims, believers and non-believers, feels comforted by them. Several singers offer shabads or hymns appropriate to the occasion. The hymns are interspersed with powerful, heartfelt words. For a brief moment, all otherness has fled. And as we bask in the warmth of the gathering inside, a fabulous spectacle unfolds outside the Gurdwara. Impeccable white sheets are spread on the lawn. A group of Muslims has gathered. On this day, during the holy month of Ramadan, they have left the familiar precincts of their mosque, to travel to this Gurdwara. They offer their evening prayers here before breaking their fast. It is a profoundly beautiful act of solidarity with people who are not of their faith. As I watch, I reflect. I have been teaching young Sikhs about the lives of the Sikh Gurus for decades. 
everything I share with them is informed by the awe I feel at the expansiveness of Guru Nanak's worldview. However, over the years, I have found myself wondering, is this plurality of thought the exclusive preserve of a few enlightened souls? Is it possible for ordinary human beings to truly forget their differences and embrace the entire world as one? Today, my question is answered. As I revel in the devotion of my Muslim brothers and sisters, I feel the presence of Guru Nanak. Bhagat Kabir was a 15th century mystic who was beloved by Hindus and Muslims alike and whose writings appear in the Sikh scripture, the Guru Granth Sahib. Born a Muslim, Kabir became a follower of Swami Ramanand. His devotion, expressed as love for the Hindu deity Ram, caused great consternation among his family. In one of his own hymns, Kabir gives voice to his mother's laments at the incongruity of her Muslim son chanting the name of Ram. These words from Kabir echo the spirit of that glorious Ramadan day. Avval Allah noor upaya kudrat ke sab bande, ek noor te sab jag upjaya kaun bhale ko mande, loga bharm na bhulo bhai, Khalik 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 mein khalik Poor reho sarbathai rahao Maati ek anek bhaat kar saji sajan haare Na kach poch maati ke paande Na kach poch kumare Sab mein sacha eko soi Tiska kia sab kich hoi Hukum pachane so eko jane Banda kahiye soi Allah alakh na jaye lakhya Gurgur dina mita, kehe kabir meri sanka nasi, sarv niranjanadita. He lit the lamp of light divine, did every mortal soul create. From this light the world emerged, dare not ye slander or fate. Brethren and sisters, gentle folk, rid yourselves of doubt and fear. In him creation, in it he dwells. Verily, he is far and near. Starting from one mound of clay, he fashioned forms many a kind. The clay is pure beyond reproach. A finer potter you will not find. In all creation the Lord abides. With his hands is everything made. The one who fathoms this truth divine in his thrall he's gently laid. Allah divine, forever unseen, with your sweetness you bless me. O Kabir, my fear has fled everywhere, my Lord I see. Allah <laughs> 
We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of The Story of the Sikhs. Just a reminder to help us get the podcast to a broader audience by sharing it on social media and encouraging your friends to listen. Please help fund Season 2 by making a contribution at www.storyoftheseeks.com. The Story of the Sikhs is produced by Almast Media. Our theme music is a rendition of a traditional Sikh hymn by the late Bai Avtar Singh. This episode features Rag Shivranjani, performed on the flute by Steve Gorn. We will finish this bonus episode by playing the beautiful Shabbat by Bhagat Kabir in its entirety. We are grateful to the Riyaz Kavali Ensemble for giving us permission to feature this very spirited rendition on this episode of The Story of the Sikhs. As an aside, there is a connection between the Trinity Church service that Sarpreet Singh alludes to and the Story of the Sikhs podcast. The service, in commemoration of the Oak Creek shootings, attracted roughly 1,500 drawn from every imaginable faith tradition. The four Boston-area Gurdwaras joined hands to provide a meal to all the attendees in the undercroft of the church, in the spirit of the Sikh institution of the Lunger. The friendly curiosity that the interfaith attendees expressed about Sikhism in no small part inspired Sarpreet Singh to create the story of the Sikhs. I'm co-producer Erica Wong. Thank you for listening. Oh,
I'm